Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast, where we are all about junior high ministry. Let's be real. Junior high seems like a completely different world in of itself. Although the junior high phase of life is different, unique, constantly changing, and very awkward at times, there is still ministry to be done. This is a place where we want to equip youth workers and share practical ideas about junior high ministry for you to take back to the context of your ministry. Thank you for your heart to lead the next generation and for jumping into the planet of junior high ministry. Here is your host, Tucker Music. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast. So the past couple of weeks, I've really focused me, my team, um, some executive volunteers, me and the high school pastor, have we've actually reopened our student ministry. So we've been opening, um, we've had our student ministry, both our junior high and high school ministry open for about a month now, um, which I will tell you what we did in a later episode for our summer conference, which was a complete success. Our summer conference was what we did to welcome students back in person for the first time, and it was a three-night event in-house. Um, I actually stole this idea from another youth pastor who did it for their winter conference, um, but in the middle of a pandemic, we decided to have our summer conference and to safely reopen our student ministry. So, like I said, we've been opening up the uh, we've had our student ministries opened up for the past month, for, pa- for the past four weeks, starting with summer conference, and then we had an all-together worship night, and then the past two weeks, high school and junior high have actually been separated, like normal. And me and the high school pastor I work with, we were sitting after service one day, um, we, well, specifically last Wednesday, we were sitting after service one um, on Wednesday, and we we're like, man, what we're doing right now is not working. Um, in the room, we have um, made all the safety measures. We have social distance chairs. Volunteers and staff are required to wear a mask. We're encouraging students to wear masks, but we're not requiring students to wear masks. We have an RSVP list. We have a waiver students have to fill out. But it's just awkward in that room. It's just awkward for the hour and 15 minutes that we have for service. And we have leaders trying to bring energy. I'm trying to bring energy. Some of our student leaders has have, have been trying to uh, bring energy into the room. But it's not just working. So as we were sitting last Wednesday after service, we're like, man, what do we need to do? And I kept coming back to the idea that small groups, we call them life groups at our church, life groups are the answer to this problem. And in that conversation at 9 o'clock at night, I was like, dude, I have no idea what that looks like, but I think that's the direction we need to go. So with that thought in mind, I decided to start thinking, what does this new normal look like for a while? And I was thinking, like, what, um, what do we want our service to look like? Ultimately, we, would, we want our service, what our Wednesday night programming to look like is what it looked like before COVID, right? Like everybody all together, one room, no spacing of chairs, no social distance, no mask. That's what we want, right? Obviously, we can't be there right now because that's um, that's negligent. That's not responsible. So we need to approach ministry, and this is the thought I've had about myself, about my ministry, in a hybrid kind of way. Obviously, we know that a lot of churches went online and that we streamed our online services. We had Zoom calls, and for some of us, we're just done with that, right? 
We want nothing to do with an online service anymore. And I'm not saying that be your main source, your main outlet for reaching students, but I believe that the online programming, the online service is very vital, and I'll talk about it in a minute. But I want to talk about in-person right now. What does our in-person service look like? And some of you may be relating to me right now. It's like, dude, it is awkward on Wednesday nights, Sunday mornings, if that's your programming, whatever it is, it's just awkward. And I was thinking, what do these students desire more out of our service than anything else? What do these students want now that they haven't had the past five, six months that they want now, that they want in the church? And that answer is community. So with this thought in mind, I was like, okay, students want community. Small groups are the answer. Okay, we need to adapt our service to fit that model. That our, our service actually answers this question, what's the answer, small groups, and what do students want, community. So I was thinking, this is where we are now. And then back to normal, right, is where we want to be. Obviously, we can't go from one month of where we are now and then go back into normal. I don't think this COVID is going to pan out within a month. Um, so I started to think, what do these, what do the phases of going back to our normal look like? And for our ministry specifically, I think there's three phases. And the timelines on these, and I'm going to um, just spell them out, um, lay them out for you. It's all relative, you know, like our plans can change tomorrow, right? Um, so I believe for our ministry, there's three phases into going back into normal, into having ministry now, doing it responsibly, and then easing our way back into what normal looks like based on um, public health officials' guidelines. So phase one. For us, phase one will be a completely small group-centered service. I believe this is what we'll be doing for the next six months. Um, I just, that's what I believe. That's just my thought. That's my best guess, right? Um, it's neither right nor wrong. It's just a guess. So our life group centered service are going to look like this. Students are going to sit in their small groups. Obviously, volunteers are wearing masks and the chairs will be spaced out, but they will be sitting in circles compared to rows of individual chairs. They'll be able to see people face to face. They'll be able to talk to people. They'll be able to see people. So, and um, life groups, again, life groups will be sitting together. But our service, this is, um, this is what I'm excited about. Our service, our service starts at 7, but we give a five-minute buffer for the people who are checking in, who are filling out that RSVP last minute. Um, so service for us technically starts at 7.05. At 7.05, we're going to sing two songs. I'm going to have um, a student speak, uh, share a testimony, what God's teaching them, do a message setup, or and then I'm going to teach for about 15 minutes. And then the entire rest of our service, 45 minutes of our service, will be small group. And specifically, what does this 45 minutes look like, you may ask? That's like, that's a lot of time to talk over 10 questions, right, Tucker? was like, um, obviously, it's not going to be asking questions the entire time. See, five minutes is going to be... A game, like our games are flopping big time in this large group setting. But I believe games will succeed and thrive and these games will build fun and fun leads to trust and trust leads to depth for these small groups. So they'll have a small group game within their small group. 
and then it'll be five minutes of catching up. Some students are starting school. Some of our students are starting school next Monday. So it's just a time just like, hey, what's your high? What's your low? What's something that was awesome this week? A five minutes of catch up with the group. And then 25 minutes, which is our normal allotted amount of time for small group conversation based on the questions of the message, is what we're given small groups. 25 minutes of that conversation will be questions, will be what we normally do. And then the last 10 minutes will be accountability and prayer. This is where students and leaders can be vulnerable and just share what's going on in their life and what they need accountability in. And then we dismiss from small groups. Parents will text students. Um, Life group leaders have built relationships with parents to say, hey, my student needs to be out front at 815. That's when we're picking them up. So obviously that's a different dynamic we can talk about later. So that's phase one. Phase three, I want to talk about phase three because I believe phase two is a combination of what phase one and phase three look like. Phase three is that large group centered service. Um, Our timeline, when do I think this will happen? When social distancing is not a thing. I honestly believe that that is the safest route that we need to take. Is it the most fun? No, but I believe that is the safest thing that we need to do. Um, Phase three, our old normal. Our life groups, our small groups will meet every other week at the end of service for that 20 to 25 minute a lot of time. Um, They'll be able to sit in rows. Still, um, our hope would be with their life groups, they'll be able to gather large group. Um, Everything will be done from the stage compared to the small group like phase one will be. Um, And I have in quotations, it's a pre-COVID service, right? Um, What we're so used to. And then again, life groups will be at the end of service every other week. And we actually have spaces in our specific, uh, in our building specifically that are reserved for small groups. So they'll be able to go to those spaces. Um, But yeah, so that's phase one and phase three, our new normal and our old normal. What is that phase two? What is that approach of like, hey man, we are easing our way back into what normal looked like? Um, I believe it's a combination of both. For us specifically, I say it's a hybrid of a life group and large group centered service. And what I mean by that is there'll be a monthly rotation that we'll have for our services. We have we will have two different templates, right? We'll have two weeks of life group service, that phase one model, and then we'll have two weeks of large group service, that phase three model. And we'll be swapping those every other week. So it goes, it goes small group, large group, small group, large group. And it's just a pattern to going in, um, in rotation like that. What do I, when do I think this will happen? My best guess, obviously this is uneducated. I live in Georgia. Stuff is hitting the fan quick in Georgia. If any of you listening are from Georgia, you understand, but I believe maybe after the first of the year, this is something that we can start talking about. Um, social distancing. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know the timeline of a vaccine. I mean, they're rushing everything with this vaccine. Um, what does the next six months look like for the spread? I have no idea with schools going back. Again, these are just guesses. But the guesses for the timeline are guesses. What we're doing for phase one, phase two, and phase three are set in stone. So we will be doing small group centered service for the foreseeable future. Hopefully it's after the next six months and we can get back to some sort of normal. It may not be, but whatever that timeline is, that's what we're doing. So phase one is a completely small group centered service. Phase three is that old normal, whatever it is for you. 
And then that phase two is for us talking um, specifically about us is that bi-weekly rotation of, of that phase one and phase three model. Again, all this is subject to change. We know that change is the only thing consistent in the world today, specifically with COVID. But I wanted to let you guys know of what we were doing when it comes to our main programming. And I know a lot of you guys are not meeting yet, and that's okay. I think that's that's perfectly fine and that you guys are still doing amazing ministry. But for those of us who are meeting or who are jumping into um, to start meeting again, I think this is something that you need to think through. What does phase one look like for us? Obviously, and I'll tell you from experience, it's not going to work what you used to do today. If you have if you have your first Wednesday night programming from the first five, six months for the first um, since the first, <laughs> excuse me, since five or six months ago, what you did five or six months ago is not going to work today. I promise you, it's just not. We need to think differently. We need to think of what does ministry look like? What is a hybrid model for our ministry? Yes, we're very, um, small groups are the heartbeat of everything that we do, but our service is very much a life group centered service. But I know that's not working anymore. That's not what students are desiring. That's not what is being effective. That's not what is sharing the gospel the best way that we can. So we need to think differently of how to do that. The message doesn't change. The gospel does not change. But the means of how we do that do change. For some, it is an online service right now. For others, it is going back and, and easing into um, meeting in person. For us, it's a hybrid of both. Like we are, and I'll share this next week, of what we're doing online, our online approach to still minister to families to still pastor the students who aren't ready to come back or the families who aren't ready to be in that large group gathering. But specifically to our Wednesday night programming, we need to think of what does a hybrid model look like even for this? Because what we did before will not work today. So guys, I hope some of this provokes some thoughts, some questions that you want to go to your team with and think through. But again, I think we're in a different time. We need to think differently because what we used to do will not work today. And God has entrusted us with his students, with his flock, and we need to shepherd and lead them well. And sometimes that requires changing what we've been doing for 10 years, what we've been doing for two, five, whatever it is, however many years, whatever time frame you've been doing it. We need to, we need to be like a Prius and be a hybrid. Hey guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast. We'd love to connect with you. Check out planetofjuniorhighministry.com. Yes, we have a blog and has a lot of different resources, a lot of different blogs where they can help equip you as youth workers. Maybe it's something insightful. Maybe it's something a little bit helpful. Hey, check it out. We'd love to connect with you on social media as well. Check out Planet of Junior High Ministry on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you want to have a place, if you want to have a community, search for the Planet of Junior High Ministry Facebook group. This is where we share ideas, encouragement, and where we come together as other junior high youth workers and collaborate with each other. This is a space for 
If you're a junior high pastor, middle school pastor, eighth grade small group leader, wherever you fall in the realm of junior high ministry, we would love to invite you into this group. Again, check us out at planetofjuniorhighministry.com and Planet of Junior High Ministry on Facebook and Instagram. Again, thank you for listening to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry. We hope this was helpful, insightful, and just maybe something new for you guys to hear. Thank y'all.